What's up, delusional podcast number 18. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we are here with Jen and Jaden. Um, we have a special guest, Jaden. He, we just became friends. Um, yeah, we're just chilling right now, but we're gonna be talking about conspiracy theories and philosophy stuff. That was the top most requested topics to go over today. So enjoy. All right. So, um, let's jump into some uh, conspiracy theories. So, Jen, you wanna? I have an Alexa. I love her. I love my Alexa too, but apparently, Are... I don't know about this one. So, basically, there was like a huge scandal where, um, like people employers were like listening to the audio and like sending it out to people or like reporters or like sharing it and like think about the millions of people that have alexas all over the world and like how much like how much people are listening yeah and then there was another scandal with it and i don't know like the specific details but somehow on like non-encrypted data from like um alexas and then videos from like ring were uh, sent to like ukraine and so ukraine could like listen to like they can listen to like whatever you're talking about yeah oh my god that would be so bad (laughs) alexa i'm sorry for everything you hear um well just think about like all of the like top secret information that's going around like the cia like has is literally allowed to like listen to people if they think it's like a concern of like i wonder if your phones can listen too well, they probably do. I mean, think about how much, like, when you get, like, an ad on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what, like, your phone is designed to, like, you look at stuff that you like to look at on your phone, right? But, like, it's kind of more advanced than that. The apps that you use, they give you ads and stuff that are directly targeted towards you. And the more that you use someone's app, the more that they get paid. That's why they, like, want you to, like watch videos that you like because the longer you're on their app the more they get paid so like they take a collection of what you do and like all the pictures you take and all the pictures you look at and like everything you do on your phone and they just like take that and personalize it to you to like try to make you get stuff i was um at my boyfriend's house today talking to his dad and he was telling because we were talking about plane tickets and he was saying like whenever you look up plane tickets or like you go to buy them you should look them up on like another ip because that website and like the cookies is like recognizing that like oh like this person is constantly watching plane tickets so she's probably gonna buy a plane ticket so every time like i look up a specific thing regarding plane tickets they're gonna be like oh i know she wants to buy one so i'm gonna jack up the prices Yeah. yeah so i'm essentially like paying more because i keep looking it up so much i wonder if that happened to us it probably did because probably yeah so we just bought plane tickets for california because they're going to california yeah. and they the day before they were 134 and then we looked the next day and they were 257 mm-hmm. so that's definitely that they do that i can see that and like with the alexas even though they can't see like personal information they can track the ips to like a specific location which like if you be, they see like that house, like okay, well, this person lives at that house, you know, whatever. So, 
Wow. Well, going back to Alexa, if they can hear everything, that's bad. And, um... It would just be really easy to keep a tab on literally everyone. Yeah. Like, through your phone and your electronics, they know everything that you're doing all the time. Even if you don't try to, like, show it. Because you probably give yourself away, like... Like you, like, you know exactly who people are. Just by using technology. Yeah, just to see what they look at online and, like, where they go. Like, you can see what where people go, how often they work, how often they stay at work, how long they go somewhere. Like, you can learn someone's whole schedule like that. Have you seen The Social Dilemma on, on Netflix? No. Yeah, it talks about... Have you seen it? No. It talks about someone... They literally are in your phone, and they're showing you videos that... Like, it's kind of like what you guys were saying. Like, they show them... You guys videos about what you like and it keeps i don't know they it's, show you what they want you to see yeah and they're like oh let's choose this video like it just shows like the it's like the inside the yeah. phone like if like the code were people yes yeah that makes sense well and that can like bring us into um like artificial intelligence about how like the more that the phone learns about you the more it's going to be, like, custom to you, which sounds good, but in reality, it's taking away, like, information, and it's, like, think about all of the... I think it takes away a lot of personality, too, to the people. That's why we're all addicted to our phones, because we actually have, like, personalities online and what we want to see. Well, think, like, okay, so you look up, like, a lot of influencers. So if your phone isn't going to show you, like, real-world news... Like- and you're not going to get the actual facts. Like, you're yeah. going to have to dig for the actual facts. Yeah. Like, so, when looking up, like, into artificial intelligence, everybody kind of thinks of, like, robots. But it also, like, has a lot to do with, like, um, like, okay, so, like, Elon Musk. I He had a lot to do and, talk like, talk about in uh, artificial t- intelligence. And he owns not just Tesla, but, like, a couple other very big, like, tech technology companies oh he is huge right now like right now they're trying to like develop a hyperloop what's that okay so like you know when you go to the bank and you put your money in the thing you press the button it's like a vacuum and it sucks it up it's like that like on a bigger scale so that they can transport like people they can transport goods oh my god he's trying to he's trying to do like a tunnel system in california too yeah right now they're working on there's two big companies that are kind of in a race to do it first um and it's going from like la to san francisco oh my god that's that's like an eight hour drive and with a hyperloop you would be able to get there in 30 minutes really yeah like that's how fast it goes i'm scared for the future (laughs) me too oh god but he had a lot to talk about with artificial intelligence because a Tesla technically is artificial yeah. intelligence. Where, like, it knows how to drive. Yeah. But he was, like, I was watching an interview and he was saying something about how it can be extremely dangerous. And even mentioned how, like, Vladimir Putin said that the person who has, like, the most technic, like, the most advanced artificial intelligence is the person who's going to rule the world. Oh, my God. Like, think about people, like... I mean, if you have strong enough technology, you, no one can really do anything mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, because other people could, like, block it. Technology's huge. Like, I don't know. That's scary to me. Like, actually. Yeah. Once like, again, I think it stops humans from living their own life. Like, think of a robot, and you play, like, checkers with it, right? And you win because it doesn't know. But, the like, there was a robot that, within nine months... 
it there's like this really like complicated game i don't even know what it is but it's a strategy game and people like compete and play and whatever and the um the compute after like nine months of like playing the game it be like the world champion in like two minutes oh my god and it's like a 10 hour game mm. we saw this thing at woodman's the other day i don't know oh no you weren't with us but it was like a robot thing scanning all the items putting stuff back so they're like i feel like they could take a lot of jobs and, and stuff it was like yeah. putting them on like a shelf they were like scanning all the items going down each row and then they went inventory yep they did that and then i think robots robots if they really wanted to could take over literally everything and we wouldn't have they can do everything better than we can exactly you know what's crazy is elon musk actually said that like pretty much without a doubt artificial intelligence is going to pass us up it's going to take our jobs it's going to be better than us so he said that we should connect our brains to the computers what does that mean relatively that would be the smartest thing to do because humans die but robots can like rebuild themselves and last forever so i mean if there were some type of way to transport consciousness like onto a computer that would practically be the next part of civilization and we all just live as like a little chip but what if like robots decide that they are the superior like race of the world and they like exterminate humans i mean there would really be nothing we could do i know so like we're kind of like building it but we have to like we're building it to like keep advancing our world, but like even yeah, though it's the destruction it's of us, it's like the creation of something new. So it's not like it's a bad thing, but it's not like it's a good thing either. Have you ever heard the quote like World War Three is all like um, like we don't know what will happen in World War Three, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. So basically, saying that like. World War Three is gonna completely like Destroy. wipe out, yeah, yeah, wipe out everybody, and then oh God. whenever World, oh God. whenever World War Four rolls around, it's gonna be fought like how we did centuries ago, like starting from the ground up. Right. If we like restart the whole world, because history repeats itself. Isn't it crazy that like mankind can do that? Isn't it? I mean, I just think it's crazy that it happened. It's happening now. Mm-hmm. So. Like, my boyfriend is in the military, and just, I mean, he's, like, very low-ranking compared to, like, some people, so, like, he doesn't know a lot, but, like, some of the, like, technology that he, like, tells me about, like, they have, like, jets that, like, whenever they, like, it's basically, like, Wonder Woman's, like, invisible jet, like, they can, so whenever like it flies over something, it will jam like frequencies within like a hundred mile radius so that it can't be detected whenever it's coming and stuff like oh that. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. Like my mind is actually blown because well, I haven't really thought about that. If you think about like if we have that technology, so does every other country in the world. Exactly. Not every other country, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's more that just like we're sheltered from that so people don't even really think about that because it's like oh it's bad why would you do that but in other places they probably experiment with that type of technology all the time well that's what area 51 was in 1951 that's when they started i think 
it said that there was like over a thousand bombs detonated there because there's three million acres of land it's all like federal like government owned yeah and then so after like all the bombings like stuff that they tested there over a thousand bombs were detonated there and so after that the, the reason why people think that like there's ufos and aliens is because the military and like the cia is developing and so like that's like developing like aircrafts and stuff but that's why people think they're ufos and like even like military will be like oh yeah like like navy guys will be like that's a ufo it's just because it's like it's an aircraft that they've never seen before mm -hmm. and that's why it's called a ufo but it's actually like technology that they're like trying to build and like stuff what like do you that. think there's aliens like, out there Fuck yeah. We can't be the only living specimens. What do you think about that, Jane? Well, you gotta think, like, okay, we're on a planet where there's not that much stuff. Like, we have stuff, but we know that there's more stuff. It's just not on this planet. Mm -hmm. And you have to think there might have been another planet that just had more on it, like, enough... Like, they had different types of metal and stuff, or different types of, like, elements, so they probably could have made different types of technology that we don't have, and that's why we don't really understand them. Because, like, they came from a whole different Earth. Literally, like, their chemical makeups are probably Yeah, they can different. be probably yeah. made of a whole... Like, if you think about our genetics and how we came from, like, apes, yeah. they could have descended from, like... A fish or something like they yeah. could look completely different but it's still or some sort worked of like, out to the same type of life that we have yeah, and like, they kind of understand things but it just might be different because like where our civilization is at we know where we're at but we can't like even depict or try to understand where even, other civilizations yeah. are at because it just wouldn't make sense well even think like even just thinking about like earth so like People who, like, live in the United States, so, like, the whole, like, idea of, like, a gluten-free diet. But the concern with uh, having a gluten-free diet is that there's a type of, like, mineral that gluten, like, prevents the levels from going up. And this, it's really common, like, in rice and stuff. And the, um, people can get really sick from having a lack of gluten because they're, they're supplementing it, like, with rice. And this specific, like, mineral or chemical that's in rice will, like... Is really it can be bad for people who live in this area this region of the world but then like people who live in like asia you know like that area they eat rice all of the time like that's a huge part of their culture and like um like ethnic foods like rice is really common but we didn't grow rice here like think about like thousands and thousands of years ago when travel like wasn't a thing so over time like their bodies are used to having like that it's arsenic are used to having like more arsenic in their system and so like they can metabolize it and digest it better than we can and so like Jaden is very into philosophy and um kind of the brain and how it works and opening eyes and seeing stuff very in his thoughts and so we're gonna be talking about Jaden's story and what he has experienced Jayden. And his uh, good Jayden. advice he has. Putting Jaden on the spot. Yes. So, Jaden. Um, who is Jaden? What What's Jaden up to? What What's going on in your head? Let's so, talk about LSD. LSD. Um, my name is Jaden. Uh, I like to take acid. Um, but not like as a drug, you know. Like I don't take acid to get fucked up. 
because I used to I used to take acid to get fucked up like the first six times I did it. That's what a lot of people do. And then like the seventh time, it was bad. Uh, I was around people and I just started freaking the fuck out like I'd never been that way before. I literally just thought like I wasn't me. Like I was like so anxious and in my head and just like. I seen my depression, I seen my anxiety from a new perspective. Mm-hmm. And it made me so uncomfortable and like so like introspective and in my head that like I could really see myself. And it's I, I realized that it's really hard for people to be self-aware, but like when I was on acid, it was like it was a new level of self-aware, like an eerie level of self-aware. Like I could see how other people seen me. I could see how I seen myself. Like I could literally see everything from whatever perspective I wanted to. I just had to think about it. Yeah. And like if I really thought about it from that perspective, it would make sense and I would like learn the answer. And that trip like changed me. I stopped taking it as a drug and I was just like more to like explore your own mind yeah because i just was like wow like i had a question because i never knew what acid was it was just like a weird feeling i would take it with my friends and be like laughing and be like man what the fuck yeah like we'd be super high everybody's in it for the high yeah like i'd be like high and now when i take it i'm like not high i feel uncomfortably sober like more sober (laughs) than everyone in the room like i notice the smallest things and i notice when people are being mean and i like it's not like i like it's the energy of it like it's literally what is actually happening and that's what sucks is that it's like real have you thought about microdosing yeah i microdose a lot actually because it helps me um like just stay present Mm -hmm. because I get in my head a lot sometimes just because like I think a lot I like to think about things a lot like how I'm gonna do things or what I should do and I just really like to think instead of react because I don't like to be overreactive because then a lot of like bad things happen if I just act too quickly but if I just like hold myself back really think about things for a minute it works out a lot better yeah, so I used to listen to this podcast uh, by Tara Williams, and it's it's basically about, like, getting in touch with, like, your energy systems and differentiating the difference between your ego and your, um, like, your intuition. And it sounds like whenever you are on acid, you're more in touch with your intuition and then versus when you're not. It sounds like you're more, like, your ego, like, has the ability to take over. And so many right. people think that So I have yeah. actually... That they're God. That is what really brought me through it. Is because when I took acid, I would go around people and I felt like I could see something. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know what it was, but it annoyed the shit out of me. It was like this splinter in my brain. Like, like yeah. I could see the, a part of someone or like this thing in the room that was happening yeah. that everyone noticed. It was like the energy, but I could see everyone's egos. Mm-hmm. And everyone has an ego. Yeah. And it's really hard when you're on acid to deal with ego. And when you're on acid, a lot of people primarily shoot for ego death. And ego death practically just completely dissolutes that barrier of thought. What's ego death? (sighs) You feel like you're not you. The voice in your head (laughs) goes quiet. That is your ego. It, It dies. You're conscious. You realize that you're not really your conscious you're just 
listening. Like, you're listening to whatever you want to listen to. And whatever you tune your thoughts to, that's really how you feel and what you're doing. So, like, if you focus on negative things or have negative intent or you're just doing something, I can tell just by looking at you because that is what you're thinking. I don't, like... It makes the room feel different for me. When I'm in a room alone, I can tell that I'm alone. Mm-hmm. When someone like is near me, I can tell that they're near me. When st- like, like another energy. Yeah, in the room. and it's it, like I literally feel it. Like it's like it makes me uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. Okay, I want to add on to this because again, I'm referencing Tara Williams' podcast. So she talked about basically what you're talking about. So she's like done it, and so stuff. she actually did like an experiment to see so that to prove that this is not just a thing that like people think is going on and people are just high and whatever one with the wind whatever so she put she had three jars of cooked rice and so cooked rice naturally one food in general it, it gets old so she put one jar of the cooked rice into a closet for three months and didn't touch it naturally you would think like it's gonna grow mold which that one specifically did and then she put one like on her kitchen table and just kind of like not not actually like say hi to it but like kind of like moderate attention and then one of the jars of rice she took with her everywhere she like kept it with her you know like showed it quote unquote like love and of course like after the three months the one that she was giving attention to that and she was giving that positive energy to um didn't like mold at all and the one that got like moderate it kind of started to whittle like windle away and like the um like started to dry up and not much but the one that she left in the closet for three months it was so moldy and super gross and so like I feel like that is like a perfect like example that like of how the type of energy that something is getting is gonna affect how it is like on like externally yeah definitely the type of output of energy you give is like detrimental to literally your whole life whatever you're thinking and putting out is practically what you're getting in Mm -hmm. because if you're putting negative seeds in your life you have to come back to it because your mind is just a garden every little thing you do every little thing you think about every little thought and feeling you have every little smell you feel that is what you are to the purest essence you are just your awareness of everything that you're aware of like you don't know what's going on in china right now unless you think about china for a second and now you're kind of aware of china and you're thinking about it but unless you're actually thinking about it you're just aware of what's going on and say like you're talking to the rice if you're aware of the rice and you're really giving it that intent like not just having it in your car and not thinking about it but really like showing it love and like doing what you need to do it'll keep it good like it's weird but i don't know how it's just like thoughts give energy yeah like we are taught like in school and everything that like the only body systems that are real and are there and that are important is like your digestive system your respiratory system like physical things but your like energy systems like i okay so like your chakras and your mendulums like those are just like two examples of like your energy systems and everybody knows what chakras are 
that there are like hundreds of different energy systems like not just yeah. those two main ones you don't have to like categorize it that specific way and that's kind of the beauty of life is that you get put here with this experience and it ha okay I, the beginning of my experience of spirituality, I believed in nothing. I took acid and I got this question. Like when you're on acid, you start to question things and you're like, man, I wonder, I wonder how much fucking Coca-Cola sells in a day. And you like look it up because you're like just a random thought. And then you like start thinking about stuff and then you really start asking questions. And then I got to this point in my head where I was like, okay, so I'm in my body I'm alive. I'm on a spinning rock in space that no one knows any idea how it got here or what it is. A lot of people have ideas, but no one is right. Because if anyone was right, we would all know. Because like, mm -hmm. oh, you're right. That's the answer, right? Like, yeah. it's a fact. But there is no facts about what is the answer to life? What is the meaning of life? There is literally no facts. So nobody knows. And if somebody says they know, it's just an opinion, right? And I got in this whole mindset of being able to just untangle everyone's theories and make everyone seem so wrong about everything and i was a nihilist i didn't believe in anything because i was like it doesn't make sense like this universe is just meaningless it's probably just a fluke like which is weird and then like i just was so mad at everything and i would just like scream i'd be like if there is a god give me a sign give me a sign and i like went through this whole madness and i get so mad at everything and i really thought like it was meaningless but now I realize I went through all that bullshit just to figure out I had to do that to realize my life had meaning. Like, I had to want to die. Like, to be like, I don't want to do this. Like, if I'm just going to die anyways, we're all just going to die. What's the point in doing anything? You know, like, I had to get through that. Like, I wasn't sad, but I was just like, really, what's the point in the life? Like, what if I'm like, I don't even know what I want to do. I have to work and do a bunch of stuff that's probably going to suck. So, like... You know, what's the point? And then I was like, wait, I'm going to die. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter what I do because no one really knows what death is. It can't be that scary because, I don't know, life is pretty hard sometimes. So death can't be that hard. Mm -hmm. And like, I just got in this mindset. I was like, wow, I can literally do whatever I want. And it probably has real no effect on anything because i was just thinking like there was nothing like if the universe was nothing it was just a black void of nothingness and there was nothing there how would there be something and if there was something what would be the point of it like why would there even why would something or someone or whatever the fuck why would it be there and, and like like that question is the answer to the question you're supposed to ask it and once you ask it you get filled with this whole like blank canvas and you're like what the fuck is the meaning of life and then you're like it's i can literally do whatever the fuck i want like it, do it doesn't matter the meaning like of life is whatever you want it to be what is yeah. your meaning of life the meaning of life for me is is it different for everyone Yes, and that's the whole point. And that's why religions are also different, but they're all the right answer. You don't, there is no one right answer. They're all talking about this same thing, this same feeling. And I think that there is a quote unquote God like figure, and he's just like me, and he likes to joke around, and he put the answer to life 
in a place that only the fucking craziest people would go to to find it deep within their own mind. Mm -hmm. And what is acid? An introspective trip all in your head. You're not, you don't hallucinate on acid. You see a little bit of this, but that's just because you realize that you're just your consciousness. And when you think about different things, you like shift in your head and you're going in your head. And when you really ask yourself these deep questions and question your life, I feel like that is where a God like person would put the answer to life deep within your mind something that you would really have to struggle to find because I really struggled on finding the meaning of life like I really cared I really wanted to figure out why I was here and what I was really gonna do because it meant something to me and now it really does mean something to me because even if this life means nothing and if I die it's just nothingness at least I got to do something that I wanted to do even if it meant nothing like, I like to do the things I do, and it sucks sometimes, but yeah, it has to suck sometimes, because if you didn't have bad times, you wouldn't enjoy the good times. Life works out pretty perfect. Like, if life was perfect, and everyone was happy all the time, and say you could live forever... Like a pure utopia. It wouldn't be fun, because you would do everything, and mm-hmm. that would be your normal. Normal would be perfection, and then there would be no feelings. Then there really would be no meaning to life. And the fact that we can die gives us a meaning. The fact that we even die at all, that that scary thing that we're all so scared of that no one knows the answer to. Maybe there's a reason we're not supposed to the answer. There's a reason we're forgetting this big part, this big detrimental part, the key fundamental part of life. There's a reason we don't know it. Because we're supposed to come here to relearn it, to re-experience that joy. And then once we go back to it, it's like, wow, that did make sense. Okay, okay, yep, all right. And then you just go back in because I think that when you die, you it's like a creative workplace. Yeah. You're you again. You're like that God-like person. You're just back in you. You remember all your lives, all your memories, all the feelings you felt. The universe is a collection of every possible thing ever to happen, ever. So, do you, either of you guys, think that there's, like, other dimensions and stuff? Like, other, like, different, like, realities? I think there's a possible dimension for every possible thing that has ever happened, ever, on every timeline and every existence, and that is what the universe is. A collection of everything. And wherever you are, whatever experience you're going through, it's shaping you. You have to live every single life of the whole universe to become a god. And right now, you're just a baby. And sometimes you might interact with yourself because you're everyone in this earth and you're growing yourself into a great person. So you were practically Hitler and everyone he (laughs) killed and all the good people in the world, but all the bad people. You were Jesus, you were Buddha, but... This is for you. This is your experience to shape you and grow you. And once you have lived enough lifetimes and gone through enough experiences, you will become practically complete. But I think there's a reason, if you're still here, why you're still here. There's something you're still meant to be learning. Because if there was an answer and you could just figure it all out, why wouldn't they just tell you? You have to kind of earn it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean anything. Wow. 
What do you think, Dorian? Well, um, Delaney's like, I'm like taking about all her in. entire life right now. <laughs> She's like, I do think there's different dimensions, and I don't know what do you believe in reincarnation and stuff like that, but like you forget your past life and you just. I think that when you die, you go to this place, and there's one other person there, and he talks to you, and when you die, whatever, like when what happens when you die, you're like, oh my god, like what happened? You don't really remember it at first. You're just kind of like dreaming and you wake up and you're like oh where am i and then this person's like hello and then you're like where am i is my family okay and then you like see a memory of yourself dying and then they're like it's okay you're safe now and then they just like show you all this stuff and they tell you it's gonna be okay you've been here before it's exactly like a dream i've had dreams like where there are people and like experiences like, I am such a lucid dreamer. Me too. Me too. I can control dream. my dreams. I lucid dream all the time, and, like, I've, like, talked to my mom about this, too, because, like, she's been able to do that. And, like, I'll, like, see people in my dreams that I've never seen in the real world. Or I'll, like, wake up in a dream multiple times and, like, go about my day, and then when I actually do wake up, I'm like, wait, did that happen or did that not happen? Because it feels like it happened. Like, I want like... I'll li- like there's been times where I've gone on my phone and like had full-on conversations with people while I was asleep and then when I woke up like I remembered it but like I remembered it differently so like I'll go back and I'm just saying gibberish but then like in my head I'm like no like I wasn't like this was or like phone calls and stuff like it's really weird yeah. I can control my dreams so much to the point where I can fall back asleep and go right where I was or like I want like Mm-hmm. I always think about Abraham Lincoln somehow. I'm like, okay, if this is real, then show me Abraham Lincoln. And then it shows me, and then I'm like, okay, this is real. Like, I can control literally whatever in my dreams. That's kind of, um, okay, more on that. You know how you can see your dreams? Yeah. That is your third eye. Oh, hell no. Abraham Lincoln is not my third eye. No, like, listen. You <laughs> oh know how God. you can literally see yeah. pictures and sound? Like, you like can see stuff mind. in your head? Like, that is your third eye. So when people, you're trying to get your third eye to open, you're not actually seeing anything. It's about what you're thinking about. Oh, my God. And whatever you think about, that is what <laughs> reacts to your third eye because you think about different things from different perspectives and, and you see it with this almost, like, third eye view. That is what us hippies call a spiritual awakening. <laughs> That's what my trip's all about, literally. Like, I want to go on this trip and, like... Become a new... Oh, yeah, talk about your trip. Literally. Go- no, like, I literally, like, when I go on this trip, like, I was prepared to even go on it alone. Like, I really just want to, like, find myself and, like, go through that and, like, just develop, like, a whole different, like, understanding, like, of life. Like, kind of like what you're talking about it's great i i think the best part about it was that i did it alone like i was really alone during the whole time because no one understood and i think that that's one of the most important parts is that like some of those hardest battles and struggles you do have to face alone because it's a lot of internal stuff and like a lot of what i had to do to get me to like where i am today was like weird like shadow work like just working through my past and like my traumas and stuff and really re-experiencing them so I can move forward and really like questioning about things that I did in the past and like remaking amends with people and just redoing all those things because once you do it 
like removes all that negative energy from your subconscious mind yeah and then you really start to feel better like your energy I, it, it's hard to explain but i need to do that with a lot of people yeah it, subconsciously you get affected by okay, things actually. even if you don't yeah. think about it every time it gets brought up into your life or you have to even think about it a little bit you like just run away from it mm-hmm. and when you're running away from your life you're not living it and if you're not living it you're not going to get to enjoy it i think like god he would have made it to where you really have to want to live you really have to want to be doing what you're doing you can't like be like eh, kind of on and off like you really have to be enjoying what you're doing giving 100 percent every day and like just being a genuine good person like all the things that everyone knows all those motivational quotes you see it's all so true it's just a lot of people don't apply it to their lives and they're not really true with themselves if you don't have a good connection with yourself you're not living if you can't look in the mirror and just smile all day long and fucking sing and dance with yourself you really need to work on that because you can't depend on needing other people or wanting other things or just needing something because all you need is you and once you realize that you can live your life however you want it i have a question what advice would you give jen to have the full she's going to everywhere for a month um traveling traveling in the west so like a lot of mountains and like nature and what advice do you give jen to have a good or have a like outlook of a spiritual awakening that she wants take a lot of time to just be in your surroundings and like just breathe and feel and not think because when you're really just present in the moment like whatever you're doing literally whatever it is like fucking going for a walk or looking at a tree or just whatever you do do it so much and do it with so much effort and joy and love that it's like everything you have like don't take any of those moments for granted Mm -hmm. your memories is what really matters not what people thought or this or that what you felt and how you really felt about it. It doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter what other people say. None of that shit matters if you really care about yourself and your true self because you know your true self. Mm-hmm. And and don't worry about anything at home. Just live like you'll die the next yeah, fucking day. You wake literally up. live like you are dying. My anxiety is getting so bad right now. It's is good. it really? Just, like, thinking about it all. Like, it's crazy. Like... Are you getting emotional? No. Like... Is it just, like, a, like, rush? No, it's just, like, so... Like, like a... Like... I don't know, like... I know the feeling you're explaining because I can feel it, too. But yeah, I think I can... Like, I'm getting so, like, into this and I'm, like, listening to things. I'm like, wow, like, that is, like, kind of, like, what I'm struggling with. Like, that's kind of, like, what I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, internally. Like, those are some questions that I'm trying to ask. Those are, like, some feelings that I'm having or, like, experiences that, like, I want to go through but I don't know how to or, like, thinking about, like, reliving trauma to, like, get over it. Like... Yeah, and a lot of the things is is that you don't need drugs to do any of this. Yeah. Like, it's all thoughts and that's what, I like, asset is. It just amplifies your thoughts yeah. well, it I, makes I, I don't it... want to come like no i, I don't want to like do a bunch of drugs no i mean obviously no. i would like really like to experience it in more than just a 
oh, I'm just trying to get high tonight type It thing. would be more of like, a, I, when I take it, it's like a spiritual medicine. I look at it as healing me, healing my soul, and rejuvenating me back to my true self. Do you like meditate ever? I meditate every day, like practically all the time. When I'm not like talking, I'm meditating. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm not like mm-hmm. most people think that meditating means lighting candles and turning on yeah things. no it's really just about your thoughts it's just that turning of mind. it's just like turning your mind off and breathing and like you said like just being where you are like in the moment yeah wow <laughs> how are you doing jen how are you holding up i'm good how are you good i listen to him talk like this i do this every single day Last night we talked like this. Like I, I love it. <laughs> I know. It's just like I'm gonna go home and like you're gonna go do do my. No, I I, 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 <laughs> I journal a lot, and my journaling like has it literally isn't like me like writing about my day like dear diary blah blah blah. Hold on. What? Um, let me look. Cause Who? Did he say, is he Gene. supposed to be here? Who's that? It's Gene. Oh, I thought... <laughs> Tone, I've been... Tone, I... Okay. No! No, he's supposed to be driving a no, paddock. I think it's either of them. Is Noah there? Yeah. Yeah, Noah's here. Gene needs to go to paddock right now. Oh, shit. Okay, call Paddock and tell him that he's on his way. Okay, bye. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, what was I saying? I said, how are you doing? Are you gonna go home and journal? Oh, yeah. I'll just, like, write down, like, random thoughts. Like, random, like, like, it's just, like, not even, like, full sentences. It's, like, crazy. I just write down. Like, um... Like, I challenged, like, myself to, like, so every morning I meditated, like, 10 minutes, and then I did, like, a one-card tarot card spread, and just kind of, like, took, a, like, a little bit of time to reflect on, like, what, like, how, like, meditating felt. Was it easy to get into it? Was it hard? Like, how, like, and then reflecting on, like, the card and stuff, and I'll literally just write down either, like, words or just, like, random thoughts. You're just, like, so I'm probably just gonna go home and do that. Do you, like, look back at your journal? I've never looked See, back at it. See, that's cool, because... When you're thinking, most of the time, you're actually listening, unless you're projecting your thoughts. You know mm-hmm. when it feels like when you make your thought, like it comes from you? Yeah. Isn't it weird how you see and hear stuff even when you're not thinking? If yeah. you're not thinking, who is? And that's kind of where, that is the astral plane, your oh, thoughts. God. And wherever you go in this little thought realm, so you can think about yourself. And when you think about yourself, that is what calms you down. And the key to astral projection is if you start to feel anxious, depressed, go back to you. Because Mm -hmm. you're most likely picking up energy from something else in the room. Like if someone else is sad and you're looking at them and you like see them being sad, you pick up that sad energy. How do you go back? It makes you sad. Literally. And all you have to do is kind of just be like, okay, well, this is them. I understand that they're sad. I should probably help them. But you still feel that sadness until that energy is out of the room literally like my best friends even though like that was me last like, night my best <laughs> i could feel it i could see you like my my best friends like in my boyfriend like when they are hurting i'm hurting 
just as much as they are like in like last night like I got into like an argument with a friend and I still like completely sympathized for them and like I wanted to do like I hated that like I felt their frustration I felt how upset they were but I had something to do with it and like I so therefore like I couldn't like help it's right. all I can do is hard, sit there and like it's a hard thing I know what the feeling you're having it's empathy it's where you want everything to be good all the time and even when something is bad and even when you know it like has to be bad or something's bad you still want it to be right it's like this loving affection towards every situation and every person and everything that they that, that you hope they they find yeah. the answer they're looking for you hope that they find better things you hope that everything gets better and I'm very, very sensitive to that feeling, and I, I, the way, like, in spiritual terms, I call myself an empath, and all it means is that I pick up other people's energy without even trying. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a room, I really don't have a choice if I want to pick up their energy or not, it happens, and it's almost like I have to alleviate it. Mm -hmm. I have to try to do certain things to make people feel better. I have to do little things because that energy is so strong to me that it almost makes me sick. Yeah. When people feel sad or angry or just uncomfortable, it it literally makes me sick. Like, I I can get sick from it. And Like, last night, I was, like, not upset, but, like, anxious or whatever, and he could, like, tell. And I, like, could tell you could tell. So that's why I kept looking at you because it was, like... I looked at Jaden, I was like, okay, that makes me comfortable. Let me just keep staring at Jaden, because, like, I'm just... I know he knows that I'm thinking that. I can just tell when he he picks up very well. Yeah. And, like, he... That's why I, like... That's a really, like, amazing quality to have, though. I know that you probably feel like it's a burden sometimes. No, it, it, I honestly didn't think it was real, but once it started really happening, it kind of was terrible. Like, okay, when I first started getting into spirituality, I was like... I really want to be psychic. Like, that'd be so cool. I had a bit of an ego about it. I'd be like, damn, I'll be psychic. Everyone thinks I'm dope. And then, like, it happened, and I I got my ass beat by, like, my higher self because I, like, <laughs> seen that I was trying to be cool for it, and then I it really showed me what it was, and I was like, I don't want it. Like, I don't want it. Like, make it stop. And I, like, freaked out. I got really sick, and I talked to somebody, and they knew. Like, I didn't know that they were psychic but they looked at me and they told me all the times that I lied to them straight to their face and how they knew and I was like and I was like tripping and they like told to me all the times that like I knew that they like and I was just like freaking out because I was like so you knew I lied and you still let me do all that stuff and they were like yeah and and like the whole time my mind was like blown and that kind of alleviated that stress because that person taught me how to use that gift a little bit Mm -hmm. when like the first time it ever really just rocketed on me and it it was happening so bad to where I couldn't control it and I was freaking out it was like I had a guardian angel like sent to save me like it was the weirdest thing ever like I really felt like like there was a positive energy there and I just had to let go of all the anxious worries I had and if I really just trusted the universe everything would be okay and that was the first time that i'd ever felt like like the universe is everything and everything is that essence of god and love and if you just trust in yourself and what you believe in 
it will manifest and really work out for you. Do you believe in God? I don't believe in, like, a Christian God. I believe that there is a higher power, for sure. I mean, Colin and I talk about that all the time. Like, I don't believe that there are Ten Commandments or that you, you know, like, Darwinism and all that stuff. Like, I just believe that you are who you are. And there is a, like, everything happens for a reason. And there is a higher power that not controls it but like deviates Dictates it maybe it. yeah the, the the universe is like a infinite cycle of spirals yeah. and patterns like, and once we learned about infinity in math mm-hmm. that kind of changed everything because it kind of means that the universe will never end and, yeah. it's a repeating experience scare forever me. my mom used to make me watch the cosmos and it scared me space scared me oblivion is still my biggest fear like the unknown scares the absolute crap out the of me the unknown to me is not my greatest friend because that is if so cool. i knew it it wouldn't be fun like the fact that i have this mystery and this sense of like hmm it gives me something to do and the fact that i'm doing something <laughs> instead of just sitting up in nothingness kind of just knowing yeah. everything it makes me feel better knowing that i can do whatever i want because i feel like i'm old I don't know how to explain just like that. Wise, like, like, I feel like I'm old too. Like, well, like you feel like you've like experienced. Yes, because I'm so young, and I had a spiritual awakening. I was taking yeah. acid at such a young age, and I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't even know why I was taking it, and like, I just felt this feeling, and I really trusted the feeling. And I I always felt it, like exactly yeah. what I wanted to do. I kept doing it, and it brought me to some bad places, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, because I was doing whatever I wanted, and then essentially what happened was what I really wanted to do started to change. Like, I didn't want to do bad and stupid things anymore because I had been down that path. I had done it. And then I, like, started to learn. And it was just, like, a whole cycle of learning that life evolves. And it's always just this experience that keeps evolving and growing. And you're in one part of it, and it just keeps growing. Like keeps going on, yeah, on, infinite. on, on. but it, that's a good thing because infinity. Delaney, what do you think about God? Oh, I think that there's a higher power up there, and I know that there is. But like, going back to you, I felt like I think I did. I think I go through spiritual awakenings all the time because even like when I was growing up, I knew always the right answer to everything. And like my sister literally texts me, she's like, "Why are you always right? Why?" Do I feel like I'm the younger sister, like she's the younger sister and I'm just giving her advice and I'm always right. I don't know if that's just because like whatever, but I think it's not always co- coincidental. I think it's actually because like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like I think that I am older too and more wise than a lot of people my age. And I've always been like that. I just either not like act a certain way to like will fit in, but like I've always had like, that thing mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is it scares me but like i just know that it puts you on the right track there's and... a feeling that a lot of people have and it can either be a curse or a gift a lot of people who are ex- okay i'm not even gonna say that it's cer- certain people are special i will say that some people probably are different like their souls are different older or younger and different type of variations of things like that but when we're here, we're all the same. 
we are all equal. Whether we like to admit it or not, like, no matter what, we are, to the purest essence, the exact same thing. And everyone has this gift, but some people, it's a curse to them. And that's why you see a lot of people abusing things or having these really strong emotions, but they take it out in very weird areas or weird things they don't know where to put their passion they Mm -hmm. don't know where to put it because of how we're kind of meant to feel it uh, people don't like being limited and when you're put here you're very limited you're put into a system you can't really freely do what you want you have to go through lots of regulations and rules and that really affects this gift because it can't do what it does naturally it can't just be creative and create things and do whatever it wants it has to take a minute to step back and go through like these gates and doors and figure out how to do things and that kind of limits your creativity and your consciousness of what you can really do here and there's no real answer to what we should be doing here like this civilization is great and what we're doing with goods and services is great but it's just a very consumer-based thing, and when you put there's like a lot of souls in that, yeah. it gives people very hard outlooks on life. They get put in these categories, and these categories practically run our lives. And it's that's like, just like society. Yeah, you're this type of person. Like unspoken rules, like the American dream. Perfect, perfect, perfect example. Grow up, get an education, get a job, get married, have kids, white picket fence, everything. Like, I yeah. feel like society dictates so many of those. And, I mean, a lot of people go through that, like, identity crisis. I think, like, they, I feel like people that say, like, identity crisis is, like, they are starting to, like, go through that mentally. But so many people are like, no, like, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do yeah. that. I'm supposed to be, like... And all these things that they've, we've been conditioned to in culture kind of hold us back. Because, like, we can't move forward if we're tied on to all these old things. And, it, I'll, I'll, like, take some religions, for example. Like, they're not history. Mm-hmm. These religions are not trying to teach you history. Like, Egyptian stuff, maybe they're hieroglyphics. It's symbolism to try to understand this Mm -hmm. your thoughts and the meaning of life it's not a history lesson the bible it's a book of literal magic it's not a history lesson it's these stories are symbolistic to make you reflect on life and some of the biggest components of life and that's why i love all religions because they lead you to this path of enlightenment that i want everyone at but it just feels like it's so sheltered and i feel like there's a reason that it's so sheltered and like psychedelics really help you allow you to get to this it's almost like it forces you to get to it because it dictates your mind and your thoughts and it's almost like it's a living organism and when you do it it's like you're being taught a lesson by life itself like you're talking to the fucking universe and it's just weird because i've experienced things under these drugs and think about it like even mushrooms have the same effect and Mm -hmm. it's completely it, it grows it's all natural it's like, natural and you can have these same effects like and it's like peyote, which like why is that the same as why is that in the same schedule drugs that you literally have to make with chemicals and shit and like yeah. in a lab like i don't peyote, get it like, yeah like why put 
a natural psychedelic like that. Like, peyote, mescaline, DMT, like ayahuasca. Mud, like, mudwort. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's called mudwort. All these mudward. things naturally Word. growing, and yeah. yet they're illegal. Mm-hmm. They're at the highest level, too. If you have it, you'll literally go to jail. It, it's up there with, like, heroin and stuff. Do you stuff. think that they do that because they don't want people... I think they want that people because, to stay on the yeah. I mean, it, straight path, not to. It's hard to understand it, but really, how hard is it to understand it? Because I'm a kid, and I understand a lot about psychedelics. And the more I do my research online, I understand a lot of people have the same research. And I'm just a kid. People yeah. have been knowing about this for a long time. People spend like their life's work like researching and like learning about this and trying to share. Like there are literally spiritual teachers. And, like, you don't have to be, like, you don't need a degree to become a spiritual teacher, like, an energy teacher. Like, you just get so, like, like, you just know so much about it that you want to help other people. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for being here talking about this. Um, All right. Thank you guys for listening. Go uh, look up Delusional Podcast on Instagram and give me your feedback about this conspiracy talk. Um, Go watch the YouTube video. I'll have it in the link in this description. But thank you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoyed.